Hey guys, thanks for joining me and welcome to the very first episode of What's the Finance. We'll take a look at the most important happenings in the business world over the past week. And we'll do it without being boring because while I like knowing more about the business world, I find mainstream news to be very boring and I don't like getting bored. Along the way, we'll give the good stories an up and the bad stories a down. The biggest story of the week comes from the Suez Canal. As I'm sure you must have seen from all the memes out there, which, by the way, have really become the most important source of our information today. What a strange world. But the word strange does not even begin to describe what we saw at the Suez Canal over the past couple of weeks. In case you've been living under the rock and haven't heard, a massive ship somehow managed to get itself stuck diagonally across the canal. I never thought that the number one story in the business world would be a ship being unable to move but I guess nothing can be unexpected after 2020. Now, this ship getting stuck may seem like a small thing at first. What's the big deal about a ship not being able to move? But you see, the implications are massive. Because the ship got stuck in between, no other ships could get across the canal. And we're talking about a canal that handles 15% of all of global shipping traffic. And so if 15% of all of global shipping traffic gets stuck, it sends shockwaves through the world. Now this immediately, immediately sent crude oil prices rising, sent equities falling, as the world just did not know what to expect. How long will this go on? Now, to me, it just showed how fragile the world economy has become and how even freak events can absolutely stall it. And this comes after we've been staying at our homes because of a pandemic. After all this carnage though, the week had good news for us as after a lot of sand digging and with some help from a full moon, the ship managed to free itself. That means the other ships are starting to move again and the damage is much less than we thought at first. And yes, this week incident did bring out the fragilities of our world, but I'd be generous in my first decision. I like how the world got together and it managed to pull a monster out and so this is getting enough. Speaking of fake news though, our second story comes in from back home, where the finance ministry decided to have some fun this week. The ministry basically decided to slash rates on small savings schemes this past Wednesday. You know, small things like taking provident fund rates to a 40-year low, which is basically something that impacts the entire working population of the country. And because it was such a small thing, it decided to reverse its decision the very next day. You know, it's, it's like it's just a game, you're playing Ludo and if you lose and you just kill the board and it does not count, right? Except no, this is a huge thing and you cannot just flip on your word the very next day. You know, I fully understand that there can be human errors, but this was a huge decision to make and an oversight here is simply unacceptable. Now, we may never come to know the true reason behind this. Did they reverse it because of the ongoing elections like the opposition claims? Or was it an error in the statement and this simply just missed it? Or instead, was it their idea of what a cool April Fool's Day prank should look like? To be honest, I don't know and, and I don't really care. You cannot be irresponsible with such important decisions. It makes me lose trust in your words and I don't like it. It's getting it down. Our third big story of the week comes from the world of goods and services taxes. Now, as complicated as GST is, let me tell you what is basically happening. GST is indirect taxes, which is basically charged on the sale of goods and services. And because this is a huge source of income for the government, 
it's very important for them to know how much GST is being collected. High GST collections mean lower fiscal deficit, which is the difference between what the government receives, the taxes, and what it spends. And this is a very crucial indicator of how the economy is performing. Because this is so important, GST collections are tracked every month. Now coming to this week, the GST collections for March came in at 1.24 lakh crore rupees. Now if that figure doesn't make sense to you, let me tell you that this is the highest monthly collections for GST ever. Why this is even more encouraging is because it comes at the end of a fiscal year where people were basically stuck at home and during the first half of the year, the GST collections had gone down massively because of course people were not buying goods and services. But with these collections, the monthly collections over the past six months has been over 1 lakh crore rupees, which not only helps in bringing down the fiscal deficit, but it also shows that the economy is indeed coming back to normal. And the record collections is really an icing on the cake. And I love this delicious cake. This is getting enough. In another positive story, the World Bank has projected India's growth rate for the next financial year to be between 7.5% and 12%. Now, I know that the range is pretty wide and you can probably run a never given ship through it. But the point being that even though the range is wide, the numbers are really rosy. And that makes me happy. Especially because it adds on to the IMF's projection of India's growth being 11.5% in 2021. You know, all of this does come on the back of a very bad fiscal year that we had last year. But that is in the past. The future looks good. The projections are good. That makes me happy. And it's getting enough. Now, the last story of the day is about COVID. And although it's not strictly a business story, I think COVID still has the biggest impact on business and frankly, all of the aspects of our lives. And so this had to be included. As you may know, COVID cases in India have risen up very sharply over the last two weeks. In fact, much sharper than we saw over the past year. Although it is partly because the new variant is more infectious, but to be honest, I think it's also because people are more carefree now. They're tired of not stepping out of their homes. It's understandable. But frankly, I think this is the time for all of us to be more careful. Nothing is more important than our lives. And I think we got to be more responsible. For now though, the cases are rising. I don't think we're being careful enough and it's getting around. So there you have it guys, we started our first week with 3 ups and 2 downs. I think I was more generous than I usually am, but this of course is the first week of this podcast and I think it's the perfect time to be more generous. I hope you found this helpful and in case you like what you heard, do join us next time. This is Pankaj from What The Finance, thanks for joining.